Stay tuned for The Turning Point with Mike Fader. This is Mike Fader here, um, and uh, we have a guest with us today, uh, an old colleague of mine from Pacifica Radio, actually from KPFT in Houston. Scooter is with us. Scooter Scootre. Uh, how you doing? Hi, Mike. Can you hey. hear me okay? Yeah, we can hear you right now. The connection's uh, pretty good. You're on your cell? Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, can you hear me from your end? Uh, sounds great. Okay. Uh, so, locate locate yourself for us. Where where exactly are you in in Houston? Well, uh, we're in uh, we're not in Houston proper, I guess. Our mm-hmm. our mail address is Houston, but, but uh, this uh, uh, part of the Houston area is called Spring. Mm-hmm. It's up uh, up north, and uh, we're right off Spring Cypress Creek, which has been a real problem lately. 
So um, you were the last email I saw from you. You said that the that the water. This is a couple of days ago. You said the water had stopped sixteen feet from your house. I mean, exactly. Describe to me what was uh, going on, like personally with you, and you're with your family, right? Right. And uh, we've been here. Uh, well, this house has been here for forty years, and uh, I should say that. Well, first of all, I don't want to use the word unprecedented at all today uh, because I'm, uh, we're a little overdosed on that word. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. But uh, so this, this house is not flooded in 40 years. And, um, but it came within, yeah, 10 feet of the house mm. uh, this time around. And so, this is, uh, so that's kind of a big deal. Now, you would think, well, uh, you know, 40 years. But, no, there's been like a lot of really serious floods here in the past 40 years. So, uh, and floods in, apparently there's floods in Houston, like since it was founded in 1830 or something, right? I mean, it's always right, been, well, uh, yes, yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it, no, it just seems to me from when I was little, I was reading about it, that Houston is always prone to, uh, to flooding. I mean, it's a low lying area basically right near the Gulf. Well, uh, it's insane. Uh, the, uh, people have been asking a lot of weird questions of, about uh, Houston lately, and why this, why that, and, and and the only question that I can't answer is why would anybody live in a city that's a federal disaster every every five years? That hmm. I can't. That question I cannot answer. Yeah. The other ones I can. Yeah. Oh, people but, been uh, people ask that about New Orleans over the years, right? You know. Well, I think we do worse than them. Yeah. Really? I think we do. As far as floods, right. So, just, the place is crazy. Well, let me ask you this. What if, what if the water... I mean, are you on an elevation of some kind? Uh, well, Houston is extremely flat. Yeah. Um, so uh, um, we have overpasses. <laughs> and uh, But, yeah, the, the, because there is a history of flooding here, they do build the houses on... You know, you, you have the, the street, and then the house will be elevated three or four feet uh, over hmm. the street, that's everywhere, you know. So you you don't. Uh, so basically, the streets become um, like Venice, hmm. uh, and and, and uh, how high your uh, house is over the street uh, uh, that is a big deal. I mean that that's how it was for us. But if it, it was all the way up onto our lawn, but we still had a foot and a half of, of elevation. But it was, the water was ten feet away, you know. And what about and, what uh, about basements in houses? Right away, I mean, do you have a basement in your house, or the basements? Uh, what about your neighbors' houses? What generally in your neighborhood happened? Okay, so if you're born and raised raised in Houston, and um, you have no concept of what a basement is, except for that people live down there apparently in Silicon Valley. <laughs> but hmm. There's nothing that has basements here, really. There's uh, it's just all slabs. I, well, ninety five ninety five percent of everything's on a slab, hmm. so uh, so they, they they kind of float. And because, so, yeah, go ahead. Because Houston is a tropical area, uh, the, uh, uh, it's it's extremely humid here all the time. It's not like you know there's no cactus or anything. So hmm. uh, people should know that we're right on the Gulf. It's it's basically the same weather as Florida or Jamaica or you know whatever. Well, it's, I- it's it's hot and humid all the time. How far away? And, uh, how far away from the Gulf are you? Like, is it a hundred miles? Fifty miles. Fifty miles. Really? That's not sixty. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Galveston is Galveston is uh, right. Yeah. We're an extension. We're an extension of Galveston. They said Houston would never make it as too far from Galveston. Hmm. 
So the um, uh, there's so much to, to ask about, and so much to, to consider. I mean, uh, you know, from from far away, all we see is uh, you know the TV. Uh, we see stuff on the internet. Uh, we read things in the paper. But um, have you been able, or are you traveling around at all in your area or out of your area? Yeah, I was back on the road uh, the day before yesterday. Uh, I uh, I do service calls at supermarkets. So um, yeah, I have a pretty big area, but. Uh, uh, right now, well, as of yesterday, there's um, it's pretty dry, high and dry everywhere. There's levees that are that are kind of shaky that could break at any time. Uh, but uh, up until like let's say three days ago, hmm. um, there's a lot of people that are high and dry. But but the, the, all of the flood like like the the, the freeways turn into rivers. So what used to be arteries of transportation are now arteries of blockage. So everybody's just in little three and four mile areas, and that's about as far as you can go. So everybody's kind of separated from each other. But because this was not a wind, uh, uh, a wind thing here, it was mm-hmm. just flood. Everybody's been able to. Uh, everybody has telephones and cell phones and television, and so this is the first time we've gone through something like this where you actually knew what was going on. Uh, more than two miles away. Usually you're just stuck in your house with no electricity, and, and you have no... I would be calling you to ask what's going on in Houston, in other words. Hmm. So so what about uh, things like in gen- like your area, or maybe in general, that you're aware of as far as the electricity, sewage, things like that? Uh, there's not... Uh, where I'm at, the, there's, there none, there's been no uh, problems with any of that. But the fact that the electricity stayed on really is a big deal here, because hmm. that's usually the first thing to go. But like I said, the, through this, well, there's two separate events that happen. There, there's the, the Hurricane Harvey that uh, hit down in the Corpus Christi area, which is 150 miles away. Is that southeast, and, uh, southeast or south? Or? Yeah, it's okay. kind of south. Yeah, south, uh, we'd be kind of west because of the shape. But mm-hmm. uh, it's just straight down the coast. And uh, there, uh, if you ask yourself the question, well, why didn't people evacuate? Well, the people who did not evacuate there, uh, if you've noticed, they're all going, I'm never doing that again. They really got slammed and uh, mm-hmm. lots of damage. So you have that kind of uh, Berlin after the World War II look to, to you know, it's just rubble. Up here, there wasn't even a, I don't think the winds got above 15 miles an hour. It's just straight down, just filled up like a bathtub. So you don't have the normal thing, which is just trees down everywhere, no power, steeples laying across the uh, the, the feet of roads everywhere, of course. Right. They're the first thing to go down, by the way, the steeples. So I'm not sure how that works, but... Uh, that's and, that's a that's a whole separate issue, right? I mean, every, yeah. everybody's always uh, thanking God for saving them, and but who do you curse when uh, when? I mean, is it Satan who did this? I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, I, I've been reading some great theories. Yeah, you know, lesbian mayors, all kinds of yeah. You know. <laughs> well, the, way, the, the, the mayor of Houston is not a, le- a lesbian lady anymore. It's a black dude. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, straight with a family, so so the, so you that out there. Houston itself is uh, what I mean is they they're estimating Houston at what people are announcing is like four million people, or is that Houston and the, taking in a larger yeah. area? It's like that's a like the sixth largest city in the country. Fourth, fourth, and, and yeah, yeah, and four, and yeah, the four million is just Houston proper, <laughs> and and the, and it, but it's like it's a very Los Angeles like sprawl, you know. There's there's like even more so, I would say, because uh, uh, our downtown area is pretty much just a work area for suits. 
Hmm. And then every, and then uh, once you get out of that, you know, like a, like a Manhattan kind of thing, right? Except for nobody lives there. Right. And then it's surrounded by what you would consider to be sort of like suburbs. And it's kind of always been that way. Hmm. So it's it's just it's a huge sprawl, and it just goes on forever in every, every direction. Uh, are the, are the so I don't know. I, yeah, go ahead. I don't know how many people are, are in are in the greater Houston area actually, but um, a are, lot. <laughs> are the neighborhoods uh, broken up uh, a lot? Sometimes the way they are in New York, where there are you know richer neighborhoods, poor neighborhoods, uh, slums, uh, gentrification. I mean, what's the neighborhood situation like there? Parts of Houston. Well, yeah, I think it, I think you're describing the entire United States with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's good and bad neighborhoods, sure, uh, and and some of them they're right next to each other, which you wonder why aren't these people revolting? But you know, that's another uh, show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, let's see. Well, what is it? What is the, yeah, what? There's, it, it, there's, it, it, it's, it's really strange here because. Uh, th- there's things about Houston that I've never uh, seen anywhere else. Like there are big, large uh, 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 suburban houses with swimming pools, and you know your your you're sort of American dream like houses. And there'll be a, a, a huge subdivisions, little, uh, little almost like townships and stuff. And and uh, one will be just all black people, hmm. and then one will be just all Indian people. And uh, but they're not like broken down. They're they're like American dream houses. But still, there's still in the middle class. There's a, there's still a segregation that's going on. But uh, but you see that uh, uh, sort of breaking down. I mean, especially in the generation that my kids are in. Uh, well, how old are, how but, old are uh, your kids? How old are your kids? Uh, twenty two and uh, uh, twenty three and nineteen. So are they were yeah. they home for this, or are they somewhere else? Uh, yeah, our our son's at home. And, uh, my daughter's in Dallas. Uh, oh, I see. I see. And uh, but but their their generation is they're all intermarried and stuff. So uh, hmm. the the segregation thing is just kind of breeding out, you know. Well, uh, yeah, I, I see that with my own kids. I mean, any yeah. any leftover uh, prejudices or fears in my generation, or maybe that I have, you know, uh, they're you know they're completely uh, you know oblivious to it. You know, I mean, uh, since the day they were kids, mixing in the city and schools they went to, right. And, and then colleges, but it's like a whole generational thing. So I guess that is yeah. being bred you, you out. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you see, you, you see the biological results because, like, they'll bring a class picture home, and of course, when we, you know, when uh, our generation go, oh, there's some black people and some Mexican people, or, or Puerto Rican, if, if, if it would be in New York, you know, mm-hmm. there's some, you know, and you say, oh, there's, a, you have a lot of black people, you have a lot of, but she'll bring a picture home, and you're just looking at those kids, you have no idea. They're, they don't, they're just all mixed up, you know. They have uh, Asian eyes and uh, well, that's blonde what, hair, and yeah, it, 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 it's already happened. Well, that, that's that's it, why it, it just, that, that's why we need white supremacists. That's why we need Nazis and racial purity. I mean, this kind of thing has to be stamped out before I, it goes any further. You know, you're absolutely right. This it's getting out of hand. <laughs> it's getting out of hand, and and. Uh, my white privilege just ain't working for me anymore, man. You know, yeah, what a drag. Just working. The one thing you have, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. They took the last thing I had. Well, you know, the lost well, cause. They can have it. Yeah, they yeah. can have it. They can have it. They yeah. can. They can. They can. I know yeah. because with, with with all that white privilege, it comes with great responsibility. You know, and I'm tired of this white man's burden. So, <laughs> well. Um, 
It's, now, I'm reading the paper about, like, uh, I don't really know about what the industry like is there, but it, clearly it's uh, a center or the center of the oil industry and then petrochemicals, too? Uh, one quarter of the chemical plants in the United States are in this area. Mm. Wow. So, uh, and uh, even the people of Houston, I don't think, are aware of how much they're surrounded by these places. You almost have to be get on a boat, uh, uh, and then you just uh, uh, like uh, if you're on a boat, you will think you got to Houston 60 miles from here because that's when you start running into these refineries that are lit up like cities. Well, now there's and, a big there's a big uh, headline in the Times today about one of them, probably one of the worst ones uh, as far as danger is on fire, and now they're worried about other ones, you know, because the water is interfering oh, yeah. with the control mechanisms that keep the chemicals safe or whatever. So this is another problem. Uh, it is, and it's um, kind of like the flood. It's an ongoing problem, and those places blow up a lot, but um, not all at once. And that's the, that's the big worry, is that everything is happening all at once here. You, these floods are not unusual, but they're unusual in that every direction you go in, there's a flood. So it's kind of like that with these plants. Now, the thing with these plants is that um, I've actually done hurricane work at these plants before. Um, they don't like to be turned off. So those mm-hmm. big, um, you know, those big cracking towers, we call them, they're big, you know, sort of phallic things with all the tube. I think you call them, call this New Jersey where you live, right? Uh, yeah, more the, or less. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. right. The, those things, uh, the, they set those up and then they fire them up. It's a big chemistry set, right? And um, and then they don't turn them off. Uh, they just they just keep feeding them uh, whatever the uh, uh, whether it's crude or, uh, or or they're mixing stuff together. They're usually separating chemicals, hmm. and um, and they they stay on for five six years. Uh, you, you know, the, you, you pipe it in and, 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 and it pipes out. It's just stuff just flows through there. When you turn those things off, there's a big temperature kind of thing that happens. You know, the temperature drops and pipes start cracking and things start releasing and valves go off that nobody's turned in 10 years. Mm. And uh, so when you turn these places off, uh, they start releasing a lot of weird stuff that's not normal. Uh, for living around one of those places. They, they, things start breaking, and uh, depending on what kind of chemical is being released, it's, uh, it's well, hopefully, we're, we're not going to end up with anything Bhopal, but there's a peroxide plant not that far from here mm. where the air conditioning, uh, uh, they have to keep it cold, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they don't have the air conditioning for it because their, their, their power went out. So well, that's I, a problem. But I, I also know that there's a seat C4 plant here, C2, you know, plastic explosive. Oh, man, really? Uh, yeah, nobody's supposed to know about it, but um, I do because I was in the air conditioning. <laughs> I was in the air conditioning trade for a while, and, and uh, they have to keep that stuff real cold in its uh, uh, early stages or it, or it goes off. Mm-hmm. And so they have these big bunkers that they keep the stuff in. And uh, some friends of mine were used to uh, service their air conditioning. That's over on the west side. Uh, I don't think that they lost their air conditioning, but th- but there's uh, there's a lot of there's just a lot of stuff like that uh, uh, around here. They're just like I said, there's so many chemicals running around, and some of these plants are so old that they can't. I, I was I was working in one. I was going, why are, why are we pooping in porta potties? I mean, why, can't you guys put bathrooms in here? You mm-hmm. know? And they and they said, 
this is in Beaumont, and they said, man, this plant is 60 years old. We have no idea what's underground. The last thing you oh, do is try and stick a shovel in the ground here, you know. Well, Beaumont, I, you mentioned Beaumont, right? I mean, Beaumont apparently is the worst hit of, of any place. Well, they're getting it right now. Oh, now. Yeah. I, yeah. Because, right, right now, or last night, yeah. Um, uh, do you know anybody who lives uh, there? Sure. Yeah. 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 It's not far. Uh, Beaumont and Orange. Uh, um, I, I, I've worked out there before. Uh and yeah, like I said, that's that's where your big gasoline uh, diesel uh, uh, refiners are out there. Oh, so uh, yeah, they're going to use it as an excuse to to raise your gasoline. Well, they already have apparently. They said <clears throat> it went up five. I mean, I don't drive. I haven't driven for a long time. We right. don't have a car, but I mean, apparently it's gone up five cents a gallon. They're looking to send it up th- thirty cents a gallon. The trouble with that is always, you know, I mean, if they have to maintain their uh, insane profits. But uh, of a lot of a lot of times, what happens is it just doesn't go down once it goes up. You know. Well, uh, uh, after Rita, uh, of course, uh, um, President Cheney was in with Bush, mm-hmm. and uh, th- it was five dollars. It went up to five dollars. That's in Texas. Hmm. Five dollars a gallon. Well, so, pre- uh, yeah, pre- any any excuse that you know. President Pence just uh, is visiting today, right? I mean, you mentioned President Cheney, but President Pence is uh, right. yeah. Is he down here? He's supposed to be. I think today, maybe. Uh, he's probably going over to see Joel Osteen. <laughs> Joel Osteen. So p- tell people who Joel Osteen is. Joel Osteen. He's a uh, what do they call that? Prosperity preacher. He's a, he, prosperity uh, pre- preacher. he preaches the pros- prosperity gospel, which uh, yes. basically, I mean, he's got one of the biggest mega churches in the world, right? Right around there, right? Yeah, it's big. It's and and, uh, and then he's in some kind of trouble, although I don't know how much trouble a guy like that could ever get in. I mean, unless they actually indict him for uh, sexual abuse or something. But he didn't open his church when he should have, right? Yeah, I I, I don't want to get too deep in that because okay. my, I, I'm, uh, no, no, I, uh, I, I'll comment on it, but I just want the listeners to know that I have a, a certain hostility towards religion that biases me towards any, you know, well, any subject that, that so, but but yeah, he's kind of he's he's weird, you know. He's a real happy guy. Yeah. And uh, compared to a lot of the other mega church people, like there's a guy Ed Young here, and I'm sure you've heard of Hagee. He's out of San Antonio. Who's that? They preach just straight up hate. You know, oh, oh, straight up hate. So this and, is a happy guy. Uh, Joel the, is a happy guy, right? Yeah, he's a happy guy, but uh, but uh, 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 lots of happy money. They. Pre- Somebody uh, uh, did a burglary there. I don't know if you heard about this, but I think it was a couple of years ago. And they uh, uh, they hit a safe, and the safe had the week's earnings in it, and it was like $1.4 million. Oh, man. Well, I mean, so what the prosperity gospel is essentially if uh, <clears throat> if you it's pray— for him. If, if you, <laughs> it's good for him, right? If you pray the right, right way and if you donate correctly, uh, it will come back to you a hundredfold, right? I mean, that's— Something, Something like, like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know how they sell that. I wish it worked. I, I mean, I would do it in a second if it worked. I mean, maybe it does work. I would, well, I just wish I would have thought of it first. That's all I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so uh, what about what about uh, the radio stations and the television stations in Houston? What's happening with them? Well, um, I, it's been a constant sor- source of, uh, of amusement, you know, uh, since there's nothing to do but sit around and watch TV, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they we had one TV station just slowly go down, you know, overnight. I, I happen to be on the night shift here. 
uh, uh, as their. Uh, uh, um, in other words, I was uh, I was watching the water at night. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, because you never know when you just have to suddenly move everything upstairs. But you don't want to be moving your furniture upstairs if you don't have to, you know. So uh, and you did wait. You uh, didn't want. You didn't wind up doing that, right? You didn't move your, or did you? I I moved all the electronics up there. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, but anyway, uh, uh, yeah, we I watched one place meltdown, and uh, uh, it was kind of interesting because they're right on um, Allen Parkway, which is the, the the one of the main bayous right there, and that place is notorious for flooding. Mm-hmm. But they're up, up pretty high, you know, and they were like having a lot of fun there, just running outside with the camera, go, wow, look at this, man! Oh, look at that dumbass uh, dr- trying to drive up Allen Parkway, and you know, basically just like having a great old time because they didn't have to go anywhere, just go out the door. And But by about six six hours later, they're going, man, this is getting pretty close. You know, so you, you've got to watch people, like, panic and then disintegrate right on the air. That, that was really interesting. Uh, what about, but, what about but, uh, you know, they, yeah, go ahead. They, yeah. I, well, on, let me ask but, you about, what about KPFT, which is the Pacifica uh, Foundation uh, radio station in Houston of, of great fame and notoriety? I mean, um <laughs> What, did they stay? Are they are they on the air? Did they stay on the air? What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, because once again, because uh, electricity was on everywhere. Oh, okay. And they're in they're in the Montrose, which is uh, which always gets hammered real hard. But the, uh, uh, as you uh, well as you, I'll explain to your listeners. It's a volunteer radio station, so instead of having you know like ten people work on there, like two hundred and sixty people work on there. There's somebody on every hour, somebody different. Right. So. Uh, uh, so, of course, uh, because the place is, you know, especially in the thir- first three days, uh, nobody can get more than four or five miles from their house. So, basically, the station has been manned mostly by people who live in that neighborhood. And the schedule is just kind of whatever it is, you know. And some people playing music, some people putting on. So, uh, it's just, you know, uh, uh, it's slogging right along. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, uh, we've been hearing a lot of music and stuff because uh, that station isn't, set up with like an ap feed or anything like that right uh so people just put playing a lot of music and and uh telling stories taking phone calls and stuff and uh so it's, it's, it's not so, bad the thing is is that the npr station plus every single television station is nothing but 24 7 covers of the hurricane mm-hmm. so uh i guess we're kind of an alternative to that but as far as being a big help on where to go or thing like that you know uh that's mm, not the place mm, yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's just really hard for us to to switch over to that mode you know? so um i suppose uh now the, the the makeup of the city i've been reading about how um houston has next to la and new york city the largest population of uh i don't know what what the, you know how this mixes or how it how it mixes together Gay people uh <laughs> Uh, no, I think L- I think yeah, San Francisco. You're thinking of it, but uh, or LA? No, we're third. We're third. Are you third? So, so this yeah. is this is yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. I mean, basically, the city is um, what's the, what is the population like? So you say one third. Um, you're the third largest gay city in right. in the United States. What about in terms of what's called undocumented aliens or you know immigrants or whatever word that are being used mixed together? Well, that's t- well. It's not. It's not like uh, uh, there's a lot of farming here, mm-hmm. right? Uh, um, so uh, 
I, my, I know that has a green card. Uh, um, hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I think I have a feeling that these people that are a lot of the folks that are running around doing lawns and stuff. Yeah. And pre-work. And, yeah, the, the, there's probably uh, undocumented people there. Let, let, let me let me let me melt it together with a, a, a short story. I got about yeah. uh, maybe two Go minutes. Ahead. Two minutes. OK. When Rita hit. Um, well, wait, wait, I, wait. I, what, when was Rita? Rita was one. That was right after Katrina. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, I went out and uh, I did some um, uh, uh, scaffolding work because when these big, large phallic things that we're talking about, some of them are 300 feet tall, you have to scaffold up them and then down them to fix stuff up on the way. And so it's uh, they, you just hire a lot of people. It's, there's no way to mechanize it, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so I was there in, in uh, I think it was, was it late? Port Arthur? Port Arthur? Uh, yeah, Port Arthur. And, um, you know, I went down to the FEMA camp and, you know, I kind of parked my van there and I just started going to the bars mm-hmm. that were open and left it for work. And uh, sure enough, uh, um, there's this uh, scaffold company. They had a sign in front of the um, of their lot there right on the highway that was uh, six feet tall and about 50 feet long. And it said, we are hiring now. <laughs> I'm in. Okay. Yeah. And I went in there, and uh, I said, well, this is good. All you needed was a social security card and a little bit of ID, and it doesn't take a genius to just pick up a piece of scaffolding and hand it to the guy next to you. It's very ant-like work, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was there, um, and, you know, you had to work 77 hours a week, but it was overtime, you know, so it was a fantastic amount of money. And uh, so I, I was up there working for a month. There was two white guys. Uh, out of uh, there was four hundred people on our uh, on our crew. There's two white guys, um, two black guys, and everybody else is Mexicans, right? But they had weeded out people. You know, you had to have a green card. So, so as far as these people coming up and taking their jobs and all that, you know, yeah, where were the white people when there was the two hundred foot sign that said "Come and get work here" and they were just printing money? Where were these people? You know, well, that's they, that's they, a question everybody asks all the time. You know that they, uh, you know, you, you read stories about, uh, you hear stories about employers in all different parts of the country who were looking for people to hire, and they're not finding. Um, you know, they're finding people, but they're not finding uh, white people who are complaining about, uh, you know, everybody taking their jobs. I mean, right. yeah, I, you know, but uh, this is all, but this is like tangential or on the fringes or all part of this whole other thing that's going on that I wanted to talk yeah. to you about, about, you know, Texas and uh, state militias and the lost cause and s- statues and the Confederacy. But just let me talk a little bit about more Houston. And you said... That you 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 wrote a song? Did you write a song about global warming? I, I just well, I, I haven't um, uh, produced a song in about thirty five years, but I just cranked one out about a, um, three weeks ago, and I went, "Oh, the whole first verse is about is about flooding." So that's why I said it to you. But, uh, we, we can play it if you want. If you want to take a little break, but it's okay. It's well. Let me let me ask you a little bit more about uh, Houston, and then uh, we can we can uh, play the tune and come back and this and maybe talk if you have the time. Do you have the time? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, you're listening to Scooter Scootre. Um, is there a place? I mean, do you do you want? <laughs> Would you be interested in people getting in touch with, uh, you say you're sort of retired from the radio or semi-retired? I mean, is there a place that you'd like people to get in touch with you if you want them to at all? 
No, I mean, you, you can just kind of look me up. Uh, you can put Scooter and KPFT, I guess, and, and find your way. Okay, Scooter uh, and, and KPFT. Or you can, you can actually, actually you can Google The Inner Side, which is the show I did for 500 episodes. Okay, so. the, the Inner yeah. Side. And uh, yeah. I can recommend this. This is really interesting stuff. I mean, uh, you won't hear anything else like this. Um, We've had Mike Fader on there. <laughs> yeah, once upon a time. Um all right, so we're going to play, uh, what is this, the first, uh, the first part of this uh, original song you wrote or tune you wrote about, um, about global warming? No, it's about everything. It's about, the ban- it's about everybody I hate, bankers. Uh, yeah, it's, but um, I, I just included the first verse. Because, okay. Well, you'll see. Well, we'll give it a shot. Do we have- I think it will resonate with you for sure because it, it's talking about how people like you and I that have been uh, – Doing this alternative radio since what Marconi, mm. we keep keep warning people about stuff, and nobody ever wants to listen to it. No, they don't, and it's always the same old people who do listen. All right, so uh, let's let's hear it. let's hear it. Definitely. Okay. Well, I told you about this all before. Been talking all about it. Been talking all about it day and night. Drifters in the White House And robbers in the bank I got a brother in prison And the other one drives a tank And there's guns on Main Street Weapons overseas Children in the graveyard Mothers on their knees Everywhere the sun shines It's getting a little warm
great you have to um I, I wanted to put real happy sound in music to deliver the message huh. so i <laughs> like throw you off yeah so are, that, are, are you doing all the voices or some or what yeah all the voices all the instruments <laughs> amazing that's really great i mean uh have you put this on uh can you make any video or do put it on youtube or something I, I I just finished it, and then I, you know, you kind of move on to the next project. I'll send you the whole song. It's like seven minutes. Okay. I mean, but I'm okay. thinking, you yeah. know, it'd be interesting if, uh, like, everybody heard this. You know, it's really good. Yeah. That's, yeah. My, my next song is Nazi Killer, so. Nazi Killers. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, well. It's about World War Two. Hey, it's about World War Two. World War Two. yeah. It's about. It uh, about World War Two. yeah. So, uh, what is, what is. I don't know. Texas is Texas has the largest population. That's California, right? Texas has the second largest population. No. I think. I don't think so. I think no. no I don't think no. Oh, I thought they did. Because, I mean, no, no, no. Um, I, you know, you got me on that one. I never thought about. It. I thought New York had more people than Texas, but <clears throat> no, no. I don't think the last. I, last I, I think Texas uh, maybe second or third in population, but Texas. God, why would anybody move here? <laughs> Well, you, you've been there, what, most of your life? No, 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 no. Um, I, I grew up all over the United States. So oh. I, I met my wife in Oakland. Mm-hmm. I was in Oakland, Berkeley, and then we moved from Oakland, Berkeley, KPFA land, right, to to Houston. So uh, but I had three years of culture shock there. Um, but the, the thing is, is that, like, when uh, if life gets rough, you know, or whatever, you can always uh, come to Texas, you know, because you can always get a job. doesn't pay great. You know, but you could survive her. Well, that's what that's what that's, uh, that's what Perry was always bragging about that they had more jobs or added more new jobs in any other place, and then somebody pointed out that there were jobs where people really couldn't live on them. You know, yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised how cheap things are here. You know. Um, yeah. Well, what about the governor now, this guy, Greg Abbott? I mean, this is in the context of a sort of larger issue. I mean, I know you've been following everything about Charlottesville and the Nazis and the militias and everything like that. Right. But down in Texas, militias are a really big thing. Like, for instance, I didn't bring the article in here. I, I had it, but, I, you know, I kept it for a separate show. But uh, apparently, not too long ago, the, uh, the San, Antonio City, San Antonio City Council was... Um, you know, propo- you know, uh, considering a proposal to uh, remove or take down some Confederate statues, and um, some guy shows up uh, as part of or protected by a very large armed militia, 
you know, a private militia and said wow. that said that he had they had received quote unquote credible death threats, you know, from what he assumes are left wing groups that wanted to kill him and everything like that. So he shows up with a militia. But then I read even that your governor, who I don't know much about, is it Greg Abbott? Is that his name? Yeah, he's a piece of work. Well, he's apparently he showed up someplace with a militia too. So what is that? What is going on down there? Uh, yeah, but, um, yeah, it's really hard for me to answer that because, like, I'm not much closer to areas that have militia than you are. Uh, mm. I mean, I see it when I when I drive across the state. But like, the the thing is, is that, like Houston, Dallas, and San Antonio to to a degree, El Paso. Um, these states, you know, if you look at how they vote and, uh, you know, the, the makeup of the people and so forth, they're, it's, it's just like Pennsylvania or something. I mean, Houston's politically kind of, you know, somewhere around Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we, don't, we just, they don't come in here and mess with us very much. Mm. <laughs> Every once in a while, they'll, they'll, they will, they'll, they'll show up and um, they're just kind of tolerated, but uh, they don't have any kind of pull or threat or anything like that here so this, this is just that uh, I know of. not not where you are but i mean are they stronger in other parts of the state i mean because the this is uh, turning out to be a real problem these people are showing up a lot of it's you know down south or southwest or the west but the people are showing up um, maybe north north like in montana wyoming more and more of these armed i mean heavily armed militias because uh, something like 44 states have open carry laws that so people are allowed to just yeah. carry anything anywhere. I mean, as far as I know, into schools, libraries, city council meetings, they intimidate people. And these are, we're talking about, uh, you know, semi-automatic rifles, and they're dressed in fatigues. I mean, this is a, yeah. I don't know how much this is a threat, but it's a growing problem, you know. Yeah, and uh, if you look into some of the, like, uh, uh, the, those Virginia people, you know, the people that showed up in Virginia, there's an awful lot of people from Indiana and Ohio and the Midwest. And mm-hmm. so I don't know if, I don't really know if anybody from Texas even made it up there. But, um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, um, things kind of break down into city, suburb, rural, you know. And now um, we've got a lot of, you know, we have these big cities, but uh, because the real estate is so huge, um, there's a majority of people who live in these really small towns with uh, one little radio station, maybe two TV stations. Of course, things have changed since cable. So, wait, but, so it's uh, the same. And, and, it's they, the same. and they have 50 churches. They have 50 churches, hmm. and they're right wing as hell, you know. Um, and they, the, the kids grow up. This is this is why the population of gay people in Houston is so huge because everybody that lived in Texas that was gay moved to Houston because they knew they wouldn't be murdered. Hmm. Or less, less, and that's 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 why the uh, the gay population flourished. Or that happened in the seventies, you know. But it was basically people escaping the rest of Texas. Hmm. And, well, this uh, is this yeah, is something these, that these happens. This is something that happens. Towns of, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, this is something yeah. that happens, uh, and it is happening uh, all over the country, right? That uh, this breakdown between people not being able. I mean, oh, it's all about money. It's always about money, right? Not people are not being able to afford living in. Um, the center or even on the fringes of some cities and, and then have to move out all the way to uh, suburban and even rural areas, have these long commutes. And um, then there's a, a, a kind of a, this is like a de-evolution, you know what I mean? This is like things are being sorted out in terms of ethnicity and in terms of class 
it's sort of going backwards where everybody's being spread to, there was a time when most of the country lived out of the cities and then the cities got bigger and right. bigger and bigger. And now it seems to be going the other way, right? That is happening here, but nowhere near to the extent at which it's happened elsewhere. But yes, yes, there is a gentrification thing going on. Hmm. Let's call it what it is, you know, uh, kicking the, uh, those people out and, and, and building, signing new condos and stuff. But see, the thing about Texas, even inside the city limits, you'll just be driving around, and, you know, there's a, a strip mall and then some apartment stuff like that. And then, then uh, for the next quarter mile, there's just a pasture with some cows in it. Hmm. The city limits. And then, so we don't have the real estate prices uh, a problem that you do elsewhere. So uh, you don't have as many people just being muscled out like New York style. Oh yeah, of the of the of where they live. It's not. I'm not saying it's not a problem, but it's not as big here because the the real estate doesn't doesn't have the. Um, uh, it's not like gold. Right. I mean, you can't even build a doghouse in Oakland now. You know, with, uh, you could, you could, with I could sell this house, I wouldn't be able to buy a doghouse in Oakland. Yeah. And 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 Oakland's not exactly a, a shining city on the hill, but uh, but like yeah, it's it's weird here. The real estate value is not it. it, it you know, you, you you could buy lots. Of so so Houston Houston is uh is very different than other places in Texas. Is it very different than let's say what what is Dallas Fort Worth like? Dallas is a little bit more. Um, they're the banking center. Oh. Okay. Uh, um. And uh, but it's pretty close to Houston. It's a it's a little bit more to uh, it's a little bit more, you know, to the to the right than Houston, but not much. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and they're voting. I mean, all these maniacs that you know us for, uh, you know, like Cruz and you know people like that. They don't take any of these cities, you know. Oh, and, but but they, like I said, the the makeup of the rest of the population of the state is enough to get these people elected. But um, uh, but yeah, but you know, Houston has Houston has a right wing element once you get out in the suburbs and stuff. But they're they're not going to come into town with M16s and stuff like that because we got. The same thing you got in New York, and it's called street gangs. And, you know, I mean, a militia can't really stand up to a, you know, a street gang. Come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, you know, they're a joke. You know? So there's a lot, uh, there are a lot of gangs in uh, Houston? Yeah, well, just enough to keep the militia out. <laughs> it's just fine. I'm fine with that balance there, you know. And, and the, well, speak, you know, the speaking, of, drugs and, speaking of the militias, are there, are there, is there any of this... All this stuff that's going on, I mean, it's all blown out of proportion, but maybe not so much. I mean, everywhere it's happening that everybody wants to tell, like, now it's Columbus Day coming up. And, uh, like, in New York City, we have Columbus Circle with this ridiculous statue of Columbus, which is so high up that you can't even see it. You know, you have to, you have to tilt your head back till you fall over to see it <laughs> way high up on a pedestal. Most people don't even have any idea who it is. Um, but there's everything. There's Columbus Circle. There's Columbus. There's Columbus, Ohio. There are statues of Columbus. There's Columbus Day holiday. So all that's coming up now. The great, you know, enslaver, murderer, and thief, uh, Christopher Columbus. Uh, that's another whole argument. But what about this yeah. whole thing about Confederate statues? Has that ever been an issue in Houston? Or do you know much about that in terms of uh, the city? Or, I mean, the state seems to have problems with this, like every state down south and some other places, too. But what about Houston? Yeah. Yeah, there, uh, uh, there, there's monuments here, uh, but like it's it's if you asked anybody in Houston a month ago about the Confederate statues, and they wouldn't even know what 
There is, you know. Uh, All right. It's not. They're not. They're not in front of city hall. So they'll be stuffed off in some park somewhere. Hmm. And and then, as a matter of fact, some rich kid um, who's been arrested for explosives before. They caught him trying to blow one up somewhere, but I, I think he wired up the wrong statue or something. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, for him, that's that's just 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 a hobby. It has nothing to do with politics, I guess. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know, uh, uh, but yeah, you you could. Uh, but what's your what's your, what's I don't your? Think there's an, uh, go ahead. No, what's your attitude about this? I mean, uh, should we leave these statues where they are, these memorials where they are? Don't make a big deal out of it. Uh, should city councils uh, have them moved? Should they be just knocked down? I mean, do you have an opinion about it or what? Uh, I, I think we should um, we should uh, take every one of them down, melt them into uh, bronze coins that are completely worthless, right? Bronze, yeah, mm-hmm. and then sell them for uh, fifty dollars a piece to Confederate collectors, and That's and it. then uh, they should be embossed with should have been hung or hanged. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, the collectors wouldn't like that, but I mean, it's an interesting idea to melt them all down and make coins out of them, and then people who really want this could have it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially if you can get $50 for a piece of bronze that's only worth like a half a cent, you know? Yeah. There's, there's one born every day. But uh, well, that's one idea, you know? The other, I mean, somebody uh, recommended dildos, but, you know, you know, make them in the... Uh, uh, but... Or, oh, my other ideas was, to, I was thinking about going into business, um, uh, I would cast my own head in bronze, mm-hmm. and then go up and switch it, just switch the head, and uh, then, you know, it wouldn't be that guy anymore, but there, 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 the statue would still be there as a compromise. It's not and a bad idea. Not a yeah, bad I idea. Could go into business, I could go into business making bronze heads for rich people, and then they, so they could have their own statue in the park. But we would run out of Confederate statues here pretty quick. I don't think there's enough of them to, to make a, a business, so I'm not going to um, go with GoFundMe on that one. Mm. Well, but, yeah, there's, but nobody's nobody's nobody in Houston is going to get any cracks on, on on any of that stuff. I don't think. So, uh, so let me so so there's the in your area right now. Uh, the storm is uh, even now hitting certain other places like East, like uh, Louisiana, maybe parts of Kentucky. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's up in Kentucky, all the way up in Kentucky. That's crazy. It's a long way. Wow. It's a giant storm. But uh, and there'll God be more. Lord. There'll be more of them too. Obviously, it's all about this global warming too. Yeah. yeah. But. As far as uh, your your area is concerned, the, the waters are receding. And what happens with uh, in terms of like food? How are people getting food? Are there are the grocery stores stocked? Supermarkets stocked? Or what's happening with that? Yeah, th- th- there was a couple of days. Uh, I think it's been, it was only two weekdays where you know uh, you might have scrounge for milk or something, you know. But the, uh, uh, yeah, we did. We found beer and milk everywhere. So, <laughs> but. Yeah, the, yeah. Everybody's uh, uh, all of the uh, supermarkets are open uh, full blast now, and they're they're all restocked. And uh, the roads dried up really, really fast. Who's who is in? Uh, we only have a couple of minutes left, but uh, and you've been listening to Scooter uh, Scootre, who is um, an old pal of mine from uh, KPFT, which is a Pacifica radio station in Houston. Um, who's in these shelters? Does it break down in terms of uh, class or race? Well, uh, you mean, uh, well, I, I would say as far as first response, that would probably be no class breakdown. But but I, I doubt there's any rich people in a shelter now. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they, you know, they, they went to Dallas and they're in the Hilton, you know. They, we, we have a lot of rich people here. They're kind of that nouveau rich, though, you know, like they only got two million. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, the, yeah, the, the, um, 
It's, I don't know, I haven't been, been down to one, but uh, it's depressing. I mean, it's just going to be a long time before uh, people are, are going to be back on their feet. You know, All I right. mean, when your car floods in Houston, you don't have a job anymore. There's no public transportation. And uh, it doesn't take mm. much for your car to be ruined in a flood. Uh, that That's a big deal here where, like in New York, it would mean nothing. Um, and then there's just these losing everything. And uh, the problem is, is that, like, this happens all the time. We're used to this, these floods. It's just like, but everywhere you look, usually there's a big part of Houston that floods. Everybody goes down there and with their boats and stuff. And then, you know, a couple of years later, it's all back to how it was. But we've never been hit where the, the, every low-lying area in Houston went underwater, well, every we, single one. We got, we got about like a, a minute left. Uh, okay. You know, right, well, uh, thank you, Mike. Well, I mean, let me ask you one last question. Is there any way that you, that you want to recommend how people can help? I mean, uh, there's some questions about the Red Cross and whether all the money gets where it's supposed to go. But uh, is, do you have no, any, I, I, any suggestions? No, I, I, I would just think, no, I would just suggest go on the Internet and, and uh, you pretend you know, it's, it's your political persuasion or maybe your religion or whatever, but you, you can find them, you know, just double check everything. Be a journalist uh, and find out who's a, a legitimate and who's not. It changes all the time, but definitely not the Red Cross. Okay. All I've, right. got, I've got Red Cross and famous stories out the bud. So. All right. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, Scooter. Thank you. Okay. Fun. Talk to you. Bye. All right. Uh, this is Mike Fader, and uh, the name of the show is The Turning Point, and we're here every... Um, Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, and uh, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with me, go to my uh, website, Mike Fader, or you could actually it's called Fader Files, F-E-D-E-R, F-E-D-E-R-F-I-L-E-S dot com, and there'll be a way to contact me there. Uh, okay, let's go to the end theme.
If you're by my side 